We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress-them-on-the-third-date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Oh, hello. It is Bowerly on News Radio 930 WBEN. And we, we we're going to cover a lot of ground today. Uh, Got a lot of different topics to bring up unless uh, one topic just totally blows everything else out of the water, in which case I'll uh, run with that. Uh, a lot of you saw Christopher Cross last night, had a chance to run into a few listeners to the show. One guy, Dwyer, I couldn't talk to you, dude, because I had people who had been waiting for me for a ridiculous amount of time. I had a couple of friends, and actually I had three friends waiting for me, so sorry, it was just a quick handshake, but I had to get back to my, had to get back to my posse, because I took forever at the ATM, because it was one of those impossible to uh, negotiate ATMs. I did run into somebody who had worked with Booker as a Buffalo firefighter and uh, I don't know, a whole bunch, whole bunch of other people, but Christopher Cross was really um, terrific. I was a little bit concerned because at the beginning of the show, he let his backup vocalists handle a lot of the vocal duties. And I thought, oh no, don't tell me that Christopher Cross has lost his voice. Don't tell me that he can't hit all the high notes that he used to hit because Christopher Cross, very early in the um, COVID epidemic, he got a terrible case of COVID so bad he was actually in a wheelchair for a while. And COVID can, look, long COVID can can mess you up. I, I had a very mild case of COVID, and I told you, I my thinking was clouded for about three months. Uh, you on the air might recall I would laugh because I would try to think of a word, and it's just it wouldn't pop into my mind. And it was, it was frustrating, but it was also kind of funny in a weird, sick kind of way. But Christopher Cross... Um, his voice, I'm happy to tell you, is as good as it ever was. But one of the things I noticed about Christopher Cross is he is uh, he's kind of an insecure guy. I, I could tell he was he didn't know. He doesn't know what to do with his hands unless he is playing guitar. And he, he struck me as being maybe, socially awkward as a young man uh, and then thrust into fame and fortune and musical greatness. But his voice was absolutely stellar. He is an amazing guitar player. He's an amazing vocalist. His backup band is really terrific, even if most of them live in France, the bass player, the drummer, and the keyboard player. They they live in France. I didn't know that Christopher Cross was such a Francophile, but apparently uh, he is. But then he ended the night 
getting back to the whole vocal thing, he ended the night with Laura, and it was one of the most moving versions of the song. It was just uh, Christopher Cross and his keyboard player, and it was just amazing. He hit every note, and just what I'll tell you something, what a, what a great uh, performer. And uh, it was kind of funny at one point because he's on stage and he's trying to tell a story, and somebody from the back of the arena was trying to answer his rhetorical questions, and Christopher Cross just looked over there and said, this is not a conversation, okay? It's like, whoa, okay, that shut down things for a little bit. Uh, but look, I I get it. I understand it. He was on stage. He was trying to do his thing. He was in the middle of a story. It wasn't like he was during a break, uh, but he was in the middle of a story, and uh, uh, he, he scolded somebody who uh, thought it was a two-way conversation, but uh, it wasn't. She was fine the uh, the rest of the night. It's uh, it's all it's all cool in the gang. But yeah, Christopher Cross really was uh, terrific, and and you guys were terrific yesterday talking about. And it, it was a hard show to explain, but what we did yesterday was um, acts that weren't cool, but you saw them anyway, either as a young person or as an older person. And it is, I feel honored that somebody actually called who had seen the Bee Gees in Buffalo September 14th, 1979. I kept thinking about that call all day long. But uh, anyway, last night's show was a sellout at the uh, at the Riviera, which uh, was kind of cool. And uh, for those who don't know, that has been one of my favorite places since I discovered it maybe 10 years ago. But the only thing about the Riv is... People really were smaller then than they are today. If you think airline seats are too narrow, the seats at the Riviera were not made with the 2022 body frame. Apparently, we've gotten a lot bigger since 1927, was it, when it was completed? But I, seriously, I love the place. I absolutely love it. The only thing I would say is, especially if you're a lady, the bathrooms are just too small. There's always this long line for the ladies' room. So I established from that simple basis of logic that uh, in the 1920s, people did not pee. That's the conclusion that I reached after careful research. In the 1920s, people did not pee. There is a bathroom secret at the Riviera, but I'm not going to share it with you because otherwise everybody will do it and I'll be, uh, you know, <laughs> I'll be... Uh, doing something into the wind. So anyway, I want to start off today talking about something that uh, I don't know that we've talked about in a while. I'm not sure if we've ever really talked about it. But ladies and gentlemen, I, I have some news for you that is very, very important. And it's news that is going to be much more important for some of you than for others. But nonetheless, I think this ought to be leading our WBEN news today. We should not be leading with anything but this story. The fact is, ladies and gentlemen, um, McDonald's has announced that the McRib is back. Yes, ladies and gentlemen, the McRib is back. All of which reminds me of John Goodman reading <laughs> reading a letter in Hangover 3 in the middle of a desert wind farm to, well, to Alan, everybody's favorite boy from the Hangover movies. Let's listen, shall we, to John Goodman as Marshall in Hangover 3. 
Dear Leslie, OMG, the McRib is back. Why was it ever gone? Exactly. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm about 12 years old. It's okay. So is Megan Kelly. I read that. But uh, it, it it's true. The McRib is coming back. Can we hear that quote one more time for now, uh, Josh Schmidt, from Hangover 3 about the McRib? Dear Leslie, OMG, the McRib is back. Why was it ever gone? Exactly. <laughs> I'm sorry, I just... <laughs> Unfortunately, I can't play any of uh, Leslie Chow's audio, I don't think. That would be a little bit over the line. Anyway, it's a shiitake, right? Anyway, um, <laughs> you know, the ink. The ink that... Never mind. Uh, anyway, uh, the curtain appears to be closing on one of McDonald's signature seasonal sandwiches. The McRib. Brought back intermittently over the years after going into semi-retirement in 2005 is back for a limited time until November 20th. And McDonald's is being very cruel. They're issuing a statement suggesting it could be the sandwich's final hurrah. Get one while you can because this is the McRib farewell tour. McDonald's writes on its website, enjoy our famous pork sandwich as if it is your last. 520 calories in the McRib, layered with boneless pork, coated in barbecue sauce, topped with slivered onions and dill pickles in a hoagie-style bun. So the, uh, Josh, the McRib, the McRib is back. Dear Leslie, OMG, the McRib is back. Why was it ever gone? Exactly. Now, my understanding is the McRib, if I'm reading this correctly, and maybe one of you McDonald's employees can correct me on this, it's going to come back on the 31st of October. Is that uh, is that correct? The 31st of October? Let me just double check here with uh, CNN. If anybody knows about pork, it's CNN. Uh, and yes, October 31st. Sorry, that was the Jeffrey Tubin reference, and it didn't really go over very well. But uh, October 31st, Halloween, the McRib is coming back. It's only going to be around until uh, mid to late November. Now, I have to confess something to you, ladies and gentlemen, and it isn't because of any religious beliefs or anything like that, but your humble host, I don't even know if I should admit this, there are two things in life that people have raved about that I have never enjoyed. No, not that. Been there, done that. But as far as fast food is concerned, number one, don't hate me, McRib. I've never had a McRib. Josh in the next room has never had a McRib. And there's something else I have not eaten that you guys, well, this audience, you guys are going to hate me for it. You guys are going to think I'm all kinds of things that I'm not. Chick-fil-A. Have never had a Chick-fil-A. Even after my story? Even after your story, Josh, I have never had a Chick-fil-A. We are all creatures of habit, and my habit lately, I'm just saying, is I've been eating a lot more vegetables and, yeah, a lot more vegetables and a lot, a lot less meat. Very, very little red meat. 
Um, lots of chicken, so technically Chick-fil-A would fit into that, but I don't know that the way it is prepared and the crumbs, uh, the breading, would be of, of great help to me because uh, 25 pounds off and 20 more to go, and then I can be back to my sexy self. But I, uh, I thought I'd bring this up because uh, I, I, I want to talk a little bit about fast food or what we think of as fast food. Now, without casting blame at any uh, particular restaurant or chain of restaurants, I alluded to the Riviera Theater before, and I said people were smaller, clearly, in the 1920s than they are in the 2020s. And somebody a few weeks ago, you might remember this call, said, hey, Tom, when you look at the pictures of the young people at Woodstock, in 1969, when they pan the crowd. How many fat people do you see? And I thought to myself, okay. So then I went back and I watched some of the film footage of Woodstock. There weren't that many fat people. There were some, but by and large, the young people in 1969 were lean and mean and fairly trim. Seriously, they, they were. The performers were. I'm trying to think of the exception to that. Maybe David Crosby, Crosby, Stills, and Nash, um, and a few others. But uh, no need to no need to pick on them. Not to get into any fat shaming or anything like that. But I wonder, and I know a lot of people have. I wonder if there is a connection between fast food and fat America. I also, and some of you have called into the show previously with other topics we've done. Um, the processed food, we, we eat, I, I would say, probably too much processed food. For those of you in Canada, it would be processed food, all right? I, I can speak bilingually, Canadian and American, with equal fluency. And some people have said, it's the fructose corn syrup they're using to sweeten things now. And that, by the way, uh, is a major reason why one of my favorite, I'm going to call it junk food, even though technically there's no such thing as a junk food, just a junk diet, but Coca-Cola. And if I'm going to have a Coke, it is going to be Mexican Coke. And I wonder if people just tuning in right now, listen to what I just said, thinking, oh my goodness, he just said that on the air? Mexican Coca-Cola. And I will tell you why. Mexican Coca-Cola tastes like Coca-Cola did when we were kids. It is totally different than what you buy now. And, of course, it comes in bottles. And it usually comes in a four-pack. It is rather on the pricey side, but it's not something that I will drink every day. It is an occasional treat. There are times I find it to be a tremendous pick-me-up and it's a nice thing to enjoy Mexican Coca-Cola because it's made with cane sugar. If I didn't explain that, that is the difference. It's cane sugar instead of the corn syrup. And to me, it's delicious. But like I said, it has to be a treat. But with the McRib coming back on Halloween and only lasting until November 20th, supposedly it's farewell tour. By the way, can we talk for a moment about Farewell Tour? If the McRib makes money for McDonald's, do you really think it's going to be the Farewell Tour? The McRib's future depends on 
cost to them versus what they can charge versus what you are willing to pay for the McRib. If the McRib makes them money or if the McRib is a loss leader, like maybe you take a hit on the McRib, but you're going to make it up with beverages and French fries, even though potatoes have kind of gone through the roof, by the way. Um, Who knows? But I'm very leery about people saying it's our final tour. How many times has Kiss done a final tour? How many times have the Rolling Stones done a final tour? Anybody remember in the 1970s, the Rolling Stones were coming to Rich Stadium. It was then Rich Stadium. And it was during a Sabres game or a series of Sabres games. And uh, I remember as a young teenage boy hearing these ads during the Sabres games for the Rolling Stones. And it the, the the theme song of the ad was this could be the last okay and and they really built it up like wow this is going to be the last time maybe you're going to see the rolling stones and here it is 2022 and they're still on tour uh or will be on tour obviously charlie watts is not going to make this trip because he is off drumming somewhere else right now rest his soul but uh anyway um as far as fast food is concerned, the when I when I tell you the McRib is back, and Josh, I, I need to hear it again. I'm going to be doing this throughout the time we talk about the McRib. Dear Leslie, OMG, the McRib is back. Why was it ever gone? Exactly. So John Goodman as Marshall, the villain in Hangover 3, and uh, Zach Galifianakis playing Alan. Everybody's favorite messed up guy. You look just like Mr. Peanut. I know. That's what I was going for. Anyway, oh, those are funny movies. Absolutely hilarious. That's all I can tell you. Anyway, do you have a go-to, quote-unquote, fast food? We could also call this guilty pleasures. Now, I don't know exactly where the difference is between fast food and and non-fast food. Let me just explain. If you go to certain restaurants with uh, wood-fired pizzas on the menu, you will find that these pizzas come out pretty darn fast. And I have fallen in love with a certain place's sausage and rapini pizza. Rapini is a bitterish vegetable. And on pizza, with a little bit of sausage, it is amazing and it doesn't take that long to prepare so technically i guess we could call it a fast food even though that's not what i think of when i think of fast food i i'm going to confess uh after the break my guilty pleasure fast foods and i've already come out of the closet with you guys and told you i've never had a mcrib i I, I'm, I'm sorry, that probably makes me less of a human being. It makes me less of an American, possibly a communist. I have never had a McRib, and I, I've never had a Chick-fil-A sandwich. Uh, there was once we were going to go, and the line was ridiculously long. We were going to bring, well, we we're going to actually buy a few. We we're going to bring some back for Bellavia, and we, we got into line, and yeah, it, you know what? We, we, can't, we can't do this. We're heading back to Buffalo. So anyway, do you have a, a go-to fast food? Is fast food off of your family's menu? 
because many folks are concerned, obviously, about weight. Many people are concerned about sodium and high blood pressure and uh, keeping the arteries clean. Now, you don't think about these things when you're 10 years old. You don't think about these things when you're 15. You probably don't think about them when you're 30. But as you get older, um, you have to pay attention to what you put into your body, which is why 80% of my caloric consumption every day is, uh, is, is from the agave plant. It's called tequila. Uh, 803-0930 is the phone number, star 930 on the cell phone, 1-800-616-WBEN. Going to have a little bit of fun with this coming up on the program on News Radio 930 WBEN. Yes, the McRib is back on Halloween. It'll be around until November 20th of this year, and it might be the last chance for you to have a McRib. And will this joke still be relevant in a couple of years? Dear Leslie, OMG, the McRib is back. Why was it ever gone? Exactly. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress-them-on-the-third-date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Yeah, yes. Speak of the devil and in they walk. All right, it's uh, Bowerly News Radio 930 WBEN. So McDonald's is bringing back the McRib, a pork sandwich, which I have to tell you sounds like it would be pretty yummy. But um, I- I'm kind of curious what you and your family have to say about fast food and how big a part of your meal planning fast food happens to be. Now, I'm all about convenience because I don't really cook. I think it's stupid to cook for one. It's just really, it's just much easier for me to go out and order something at a restaurant. And I will tell you that my restaurant ordering is, uh, generally speaking, it's it's quite healthy. And I've made meals out of broccoli. I'm glad broccoli doesn't give me the farts because uh, if it did, I wouldn't be a lot of fun to be around. A lot of people cannot eat broccoli uh, because of gaseous issues. I'm not one of those people. I could eat broccoli all day long, and you know I have perfect metabolism, so such a thing would never ever happen to me. But the uh, I, so I find that I, I personally have been, been eating healthier. But there are, I must say some go-to fast foods that are on my menu horizon. And just keep keep in mind that I really have to watch 
what I eat because um, up until a few months ago, I had gotten ridiculously fat. Now I'm just a little bit fat with 20 pounds to take off, which is think of, pick up a bag of kitty litter. That's 20 pounds. That's what I got to take off. But, you know, it's one of those things. But it will uh, maybe I should go back to the Dominican Republic again. That'll be good for about a 50-pound weight loss. I get another parasite. But anyway, um, fast food, I try to stay away from it. I, tr- I try to, but there are times when, frankly, cravings override common sense, and there's no such thing as a bad food, just a bad diet. Now, I'm asking you what your go-to fast food happens to be, and I have two that I, I you know what, I don't think I'm ever going to shake. Number one, and I think that, see, Buffalo is the only place I could do this and, and, and mention this and have anybody know about what I'm speaking. Ted's Hot Dogs. Now, I know Louie from Louie's Red Hots. I've never had a Louie's. Uh, I know Louie. I've never had one of his hot dogs. Isn't that weird? So anyway, yeah, it's it's bizarre. Louie's one of these guys. I always run into him. It's really weird. Like, I run into him at many different places. He's a great guy. He's a terrific human being. I like Louie a lot. But... The Ted's Hot Dogs. Folks, when it comes to fast foods, in my pantheon of fast foods, there are times when the craving for a Ted's Hot Dog is overwhelming. And I have limited myself to three or four per year visits to Ted's. Notice I did not say three or four hot dogs a year from Ted's. Because if I'm going to go to Ted's and I'm going to have a cheat day, I'm getting two hot dogs. And they must be well done. Must be. Because when I was younger, I got a little upset because they would throw the dogs on the grill. They'd be barely brown. They'd put them on a roll. No, 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 no. I want my wiener blackened. I, I, well, let me rephrase that one. Uh, I, I want it very well done. I do want it black. That's how I like my hot dogs. And it's got to be loaded with every single condiment you can possibly imagine, especially the hot sauce. The hot sauce, you have to double and triple up on the hot sauce, double and triple up on the onions. By the time they're through putting the condiments on my hot dogs at Ted's, I'm not even sure that they're making any money. <laughs> I asked for so much, but it hey, it is what it is. I that is to me the ultimate and how buffalo is that by the way. That is the ultimate go-to fast food, a Ted's hot dog. Except the last couple of times I've been to Ted's, fast is not how I would describe the experience. It's like a 20-minute line. But again, I've seen people wait longer than that for a cup of coffee in the morning in a drive-in. Like, wait, you can't get out of your car and go into the place and get your car? It's always got to be the drive through I don't know. I mean, I don't really like talking to people in the morning either, but I guess, uh, you know, you, you were kind of in the same boat. The other go-to fast food for me, and I can't speak for you. That's how you call in and you speak for yourself. Um, I... Cannot explain the origins of this, but we of the Bowerly family, tacos are a big deal right now in America. Well, back in the 1970s, tacos 
were a big deal in the Bowerly household. Oh, yeah. The Ortega taco mixes. That was the bomb. And my friends, I must tell you, your humble host here is a sucker for hard-shelled tacos. Hard-shelled tacos loaded with lettuce. Have I ever told you I'm a huge lettuce fan? Oh, I the, the crunch, the chill. Oh, I love lettuce. Chopped tomatoes, love chopped tomatoes. Cheese, yeah, I like cheese, but I got to watch it with the cheese. Not going to lie. But I'm not proud of this, friends. There was a nightclub in Chictawaga called T-Birds, and I used to go there a lot. See Eddie Tabone. Oh, I saw Eddie at the Christopher Cross show last night. Hi, Eddie. But he's with the Yacht Fathers and Nerds Gone Wild. Good guy. Gave Christopher Cross a Yacht Fathers shirt. I had to buy mine. But anyway, <laughs> anyway, uh, used to go to T-Birds all the time. And I had a bad habit of going to T-Birds and stopping off on the way home at Taco Bell by the Galleria. I'm not proud of this at all. It would be nothing for me to go home. How many tacos do you think? You want to take a guess? And when you call in, you can guess how many tacos I would eat at a time from Taco Bell. There's no prize involved, but I will be honest with you how many tacos I ate. There's a range of numbers. I will let you know the range. But I want to know, what what is your go-to fast food? You know where I don't go anymore? Subway. And I'm not, I'm not trying to diss Subway, but what I found is that when I would eat Subway, I would eat it maybe before a show, and about two hours into the show, I'd, I'd feel like I was just dragging ass. Like, I just had no energy. And again, I probably am being unfair to Subway. I enjoy the product, but I just didn't like the way it made me feel. Let's go to Tony in Orchard Park on uh, WBEN. Tony, the uh, McRib is coming back. Is this a glorious day? I think so. <laughs> I think so. It's a glorious day. Tom, when you were talking about Ted's, I, for me, I love Ted's, and especially their footlongs with ketchup, mustard, and onion. But you said you never had Louis. I've had Louis. And let me tell you something. With their homemade sauce, it is almost as good, and I'm just, I'm just paraphrasing, it's almost as good as having sex with, the, with their french fries, and you got to try their breakfast. Their breakfast is awesome. Sir, I'd like to suggest that you've been having sex the wrong way. Uh, I'm just, I just a thought there. But, no, I, I, I understand the, the hyperbole. Uh, but, like I said, it's the strangest thing because I know Louie, and I run into Louie maybe once every one, once every two months. He's a great guy. Yeah. But I've never had his – I've never gone to his place, and I really should. But it, between Louie's and Ted's, uh, what would your choice be? Hmm. I, I, I like Ted, but I, I would say Louis. Ah, well, Louis will be very happy to hear that. I'm not sure what the ownership situation is of the various locations because we don't really talk business. We usually talk. Uh, we usually talk about our clothes for weird reasons. Yeah. But because he's a big fan of hats, I'm a big fan of hats. He likes his nice shirts. I like my nice shirts. So we have something in common to talk about. But as far as uh, your go-to fast food, you're going to tell me it's Louis. Now you mentioned Ted's foot-long hot 
dogs. Now, maybe somebody can correct me or update me on this, but it was about six to eight months ago, Ted said it wasn't going to be selling the footlong hot dog until it could find a supplier of footlong buns that they would find acceptable. Do we have, an, do we have a bun update? Any, anybody from Ted's? I'd like to know. I never heard. I didn't hear that. No. Yeah, no, because the the foot longs have been popular for a long time. My son loves a Ted's foot foot longs, and for right. you know, it's it's really weird though, Tony. Thinking about it, because I think nothing of uh, ordering two regular hot dogs, but the idea of a foot long, I always thought, nah, if I get a foot long, people are going to think I'm a glutton, so I just get the two regulars. <laughs> like I'm really making a difference. Tom, uh, do you remember? Do you, I'm sorry. Do you remember years ago by in the cell park? I think it was Ted's or Louis. They used to have a little hot dog stand. I believe wasn't that the original location of Ted's, like by the Peace Bridge? Right. Yes. I believe that was the original Ted's, and then they moved that one to Porter Avenue, and they expanded. If I've got the chronology right. Right. I'm mm-hmm. too young. I'm too young to remember that Ted's. My old man used to go there all the time. Well, I'm not that eh, I'm not that much older than you, but I tell you, I, I love their hot dog. Their sausage is excellent. They got I like their sausage and their sweet potato fries. Uh, may we might be talking about two different two different places. I don't recall sweet potato fries being on the menu at Ted's. We might have our we might have our switches crossed here. But all right, so hot dogs, your go-to fast food. Uh, McRib, you say it's a great day. How many McRibs have you eaten in your life? Mm, maybe four. Oh, all right. I well, think, I think the last one I had with uh, McRib was uh, yeah, McDonald's. Not bad. Uh, just a, a quick question here. I mentioned earlier that uh, one of my go-to fast foods is a crisp hard shell taco. I used to get them all the time at Taco Bell. Um, would you care to guess how many I could eat at one time back in the day? Mm, no, I, well, from hearing you a lot, uh, a lot. Of, I, I bet you could eat a lot of uh, tacos. I need a number. Need a number. Mm, say about twenty. Uh, you're too high. But thank you. It's like the old high-low game in the old station. Uh, thank you, Tony. I, I appreciate it. Now twenty. I'm not saying that I couldn't have eaten 20 tacos. I'm saying I didn't eat 20 tacos, okay? Uh, let's go to Al on uh, WBEN. Al, you have uh, an important update on hot dog buns. I was just at Ted's the other day, ordered a footlong. They still haven't gotten the footlong buns. What they're doing now is giving you a footlong with two regular buns. <laughs> That's innovative. Yeah, they said that the the ones that they were getting, uh, I don't know who they were, they were getting them from originally, but they had somebody else that was supplying them, and they came in frozen. And once they got unfrozen, they would kind of crumble apart. So they said that you know the the quality wasn't that good. So that's what they're doing right now. They're just giving you a foot long hot dog with uh, two regular buns. Yeah. And okay, when you is would you say that Ted's is your go-to fast food or is there another thing? Oh no, I, I love Ted's. 
I love Texas. Pizza is another one. If that's a fast food, I don't know. But That was actually going to be one of my questions. Is pizza a fast food? Because we got into a little discussion, Tom Puckett and I, in the newsroom prior to the show. You can tell we take our show prep very seriously. Uh, but we got into a discussion of whether pizza was a fast food or not. Is it? Yeah, I, I'm not, I don't know. I don't know. All right, you want to take a guess, Al? You want to take a guess at how many tacos I would eat and consume from Taco Bell on a Friday or Saturday night? I'll say eight. You're too low. Oh. <laughs> Thanks. Okay, you're, you're a hungry guy. <laughs> no, I was a fat guy who had a heart attack at 54. Uh, thank you very much. I, I appreciate it. Oh, Not just okay, a. And we're talking like a widow maker. We're talking like I shouldn't even be here, guys. I don't even know why I am. Anyway, uh, welcome. It is uh, Bowerland News Radio 930 WBEN. Having a little bit of fun right now. Uh, it's it's fun with a purpose, though. Um, where are you on fast food? Because it, when you go on the internet, and I know a lot of this depends on the algorithms they develop for your personality type and what you're into at any given time and what the phone hears you talking about any given day. But usually uh, I will wake up in the morning and there are ads for protein shakes. Like, uh, I, I don't know how to pronounce it. Is it cassava? Uh, K-A apostrophe C-H-A-V-A. Is it cassava? And so, supposedly, it's like $100 for a month's worth. Supposedly, they're really good, except they've got a bit of a lump problem. But the bottom line the bottom line here is I only bring that up because um, our invasive cell phones that listen to us all the time. Boy, there's, we haven't done that show in a while. Might be worth bringing back. But uh, I get a lot of ads for healthy products. And now I know what's going to happen. I've got my cell phone in this room right now. So because the cell phone is hearing me talking about fast food, McRib, McDonald's, suddenly my cell phone is going to start showing me, we've got a 50 cent off coupon for you for Wendy's. You know how that works. Um, but when you think about all the fast food joints there are, uh, you develop a loyalty to some of these, like Chick-fil-A has some of the most loyal customers you will ever... People who eat at Chick-fil-A, I believe, are capable of bayoneting other human beings if there was one Chick-fil-A sandwich left and two of you who wanted it. I believe that some of you are capable of homicide over a Chick-fil-A sandwich. As much as I enjoy Ted's hot dogs, you know what? Comes down to life and death. You can have it. I can wait. I will be fine. Thank you very much. But uh, this whole topic came up because the uh, McRib is coming back on October 31st, Halloween in my book, the day I'm supposed to <clears throat> report for jury duty. Oh, awesome for me. Um, and, yeah, and uh, it's like I want to do it, but now it's just not a really good time, frankly. But um, your, your, your best, your favorite go-to fast food, I'll tell you the answer. And I'm not proud of this, Okay. And by the way, I like Mighty Taco, too. Can we just explore? I When I say Taco Bell, I only stopped at Taco Bell because it was in a perfect position for me on the way from T-Birds back to my home, where it was just far enough that I wouldn't be tempted to eat them all on the drive home and get the grease all over my clothes, but they'd still be warm by the time I got them home. 
There was a whole art to ordering the Taco Bell. It was um, <clears throat> 10 to a dozen hard shell tacos at a time. I am not kidding you. 10 to 12 at a time. Tacos, hard shell in particular, a go-to food for me. In fact, I have to restrain myself because, truth be told, if tonight at 9 o'clock I drove myself up to a taco place, whether it's Mighty Taco, Taco Bell, or somebody else with good tacos, I'm not saying that I couldn't eat 10 or a dozen tacos again. What I'm saying is I can't. Health-wise, I just can't. I would hate myself in the morning. Seriously. It, it's, it's a long, convoluted story. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.